So uh, we thought it'd be helpful because not everybody knows Surprise. Uh, there's a lot of people that do know him. So we thought it'd be helpful just for five minutes to spend some time introducing Surprise to you. And we're going to do a bit of a mini interview, aren't we? Oh, that's good. Yes. So I'm going to ask one or two questions. The idea was I asked five questions the other day, but we've got to know each other now. So I only had to ask one question last night and I slipped a second one in. So... Let's just ask a couple of questions and surprise. I mean, God's using you in an amazing way, overseeing like 20,000 churches. I've lost count of how many you've planted now uh, when you didn't even know what you were doing. Uh, That's your own confession here. And God's been doing some incredible miracles through your ministry. Why don't you just tell us a bit about how you met Jesus and how God has led you on this phenomenal journey? Oh, well, I think it's the amount of grace that God did and just because I wasn't born Christian, I didn't know Jesus. I didn't know about God. My father and my mother, they were living in witchcraft. They were witch doctors. And in the age of 15, the, there was a loud voice that was calling, which was saying, surprise, wake up, leave your village now. And, well, the voice came twice. And I woke up, I didn't say goodbye to my father and my mother. And uh, in our village, there was no roads, it's only trails. So I went to the house of my friend, Gafar. I told him about the voice that was calling me out of the village. And then I told him that I'm going out of the village. Gafar said, wait, I will go with you wherever you go. So we took off that night Walking in the small trail, the trail got lost. And when the trail got lost, we were wandering in the grass and the thick forest. And the sun came up. We couldn't have any idea where we were. And the sun was going down while we were looking for the trail. The sun went down. So sleeping, we were so very afraid. And now this time we are just in the jungle. So we climbed the tree. We take off the shirt. We tie. We hug the branch. And we have the tranquil night sleep. And then the sun comes up again. And when the sun came up, we came down. We start wandering, walking. We stayed in that jungle for two weeks. Mm-hmm. End of two weeks, the Lord brought us into another province, which today when I look on the map, it looks like was impossible. But God did it anyway because he is his, all his plan. And on that village, the Lord had put the man, Mr. Lucas, he gave him a dream. The dream was saying, go to this acacia tree, wait for two boys. When they come, you welcome them into your, ha- into your house. So the man did the next day, he went to the spot where you were told by the dream. And then we were coming there. He... When we arrived, they said, oh, I was just waiting for you. Let's go to my house. (laughs) Everything was prearranged by God. We arrived to the house of this man. This man was the first time explaining to us about the creation, explaining to us about Jesus and God and the plan why he created the universe for and the plan that everybody believes in his son will have everlasting life. While he was explaining, I fell in trance, Mm -hmm. which was my first time uh, to fall in trance, which was this mind was suddenly changed to another mind. Mm -hmm. 
So while in my trance, uh, what only I saw is the fire was burning before me. And I was standing on the edge of that fire. So I was crying and shouting, fire, 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 fire. Mm-hmm. So the man was tipping on my side. He said, as long as you breathe, you have a hope. He repeating that word, as long as you breathe, you have a hope. So then I came back to my sense. I look around. Oh, I'm here again. So uh, he said, as long as you breathe, you have a hope. Mm-hmm. So I said, what is my hope? He said, your hope is to give your life to Jesus while you are breathing. Whoa. So I said, how are we going to do this? He said, okay, follow me. So follow this man, prayer, and then so on. That is how I gave my life to Jesus. That is the beginning. Thank you. That's wonderful. (laughs) So you didn't learn much about the Bible at that point, did you? you? You actually just had one verse. And what did you do with that verse? Great. The one verse that uh, Mr. Luca told us is John 3.16. And uh, out of that one verse, so we decided to go further. Me and my friend Gafari go further to, to Malawi. The Lord gave supernatural the language of Malawi, Chichewa. So, and then I started preaching out of one verse, calling the people to come to Jesus. And these other church were planted. The group we are gathering, they believe, they gather together in weekly basis, and it was a church. And then it was a church of one visit. So we got one. <laughs> it was so um, um, amazing, amazing. <laughs> one visit church. <laughs> And it was village by another village by another village. Apparently, each village, they have their own language. And then God could give another language and it continues like that. It was wonderful. So tell us how you learned English then. Oh, hallelujah. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. English, I didn't go to school to learn about it. It was supernatural the day of interview. I think actually... God gave Mr. Fansbis the gift of understanding. Mm. I thought I was speaking Portuguese, but the guy that was interviewing me, he was hearing English. So I don't know how. <laughs> but God does it because he's his own plan. And in my mind was all about Portuguese, <laughs> was all about Portuguese. But this guy is, oh, you know, we, we will take you to this Bible school. We will take That's it. amazing. Yeah, that was wonderful. And, and you've seen so many miracles since that initial journey, haven't you? I mean, you, you speak, I don't know how many languages? 17. 17. I yeah. thought it was 15. It's obviously going up yeah. all the time. So 17 languages yeah. that God has given you supernaturally. Yeah. Do you want to tell us one other amazing miracle that you've seen? We'd love to hear about miracles, wouldn't we? I mean, one of the miracles also is just standing before the holy people, nice people like this. Yeah. And this is miracle to see everyone well organized, well seated. Some are more miracles than others. <laughs> well tenderized. <laughs> the chairs tied up. Yeah, Don't move. Don't move. <laughs> that is it. <laughs> It's just extremely miracle. Yeah. <laughs> Sit still. <laughs> now, Ruth spent a lot of time tying those chairs together. 
when when Wendy was dancing and jumping, I said, "Oh, we are upstairs. Be careful. <laughs> We're gonna drop in." <laughs> Uh, well, I've yeah, heard you speak a few times now, and I know that your talks are laden with stories of miracles. So we're going to give you a bit more time to speak now. So at the moment, I was born in the jungle as an interview. But today, almost I've been in every continent in the world which to me my hunger is not to travel the world is to see my salvation secure because Jesus says how can it be one to win the world and lose his own soul I don't want to lose my soul And the salvation is more real and wonderful. So, what I'm going to share is completely will come from my spirit. And I live there. Which is good. And I married to my wife, Trifina. She loves the Lord very much. We have five boys. The oldest is 21. The youngest is eight. Uh, Last year, didn't have a beard. My son on his birthday said, Dad, I just want to see you with a beard for one year. That is my present. Oh, son. (laughs) (laughs) it's the school of perseverance anyway (laughs) and the beard started itching and itching and so it doesn't look nice on me (laughs) so because it's the wish of the son (laughs) you have to stand on your words so I'm standing on my promises I don't want to break the promise. I love him very much. He does the worship lead. The worship leader. We have two home churches. Doing very well. At home to those that knows me. I'm even more extremely busy. Extremely busy. Because sometimes my house is like a hospital. Many people comes and this, and now even it's getting more worse. The people, they come at night, I switch off my cell phone, they sleep at the gate. Wake up, I want to take the kids to school, I find the gate is the people standing there. We want a prayer. Oh, I'm taking the kids to school. We want a prayer. Oh, you will find us here. When you go, you come back. So the kids now they're used. That is what is happening. And um, still learning process. I think life sometimes is about learning 
and practical little bit, learning a little bit, practical little bit, and it's on and on like that. So I can encourage you, don't shut your mind from learning. Keep learning. And it's wonderful. Uh, I speak 17 languages. But next year will be 18 languages, which will be Hebrew. Right at the moment, I know how to greet Manishima, Anish, me, surprise, things like that. <laughs> Todaraba and so on. But official will be next year. I'll be completely fluently speaking it. By the way, the Lord led me last year to lead a Jewish couple, Orthodox Jewish couple to Jesus. That was a major breakthrough. I'm special for me, for special when he's the Jew coming to Jesus. Because the Bible said the salvation is for the Jews first and then it goes to the world. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, why is it so much serious and organized like this? <laughs> and we have a yellow jacket is around here. Started today in Paris. Yellow jackets everywhere. <laughs> I said, oh, the yellow jacket is in the house today. We better be careful. <laughs> Hallelujah. So what is happening? There is closing it. Yeah. Are we still opening windows? Closing the doors? Hmm? Cold feet. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's wonderful. So let's spiritualize the meeting. <laughs> Ooh, you just have to forgive me, please. Some of the matters are from jet lag, just coming from US. <laughs> coming from US, we were in San Antonio, hunting the deers there. And we thank God we didn't catch the deer. <laughs> but all is good. It's wonderful. What I see is almost like is the blast of heavenly jars of oil. And it's going to be when we come before the Lord, let's go with a ready mind to receive. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Spirit of God. Let's just Wolf a little bit. Thank you, Father. We worship you. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you splendor. We give you majesty. We offer our mind to you. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Jesus. Rise up hope today. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many people knows me here in the house? Some of us don't know me. Well, have anyone read the book of Voice in the Night? Few people read the book Voice in the Night. That's good. Have anyone watched the movie called Holy Ghost Reborn? You watched the Holy Ghost Reborn? That's good. Thank you. Holy Ghost Reborn? That's good. Uh, We prayed. The film crew came to my house. And then they said they want to capture what the Holy Spirit is doing. I said to that film crew, well, let's go for a hunt. No, 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 no. We are not here to hunt. I said, yeah, we are going to hunt for witch doctors. (laughs) So we went out to hunt for witch doctor. We find this old lady that she was blind. She could not walk. But we thank God, but our hunt was a good catch. She received her sight and she started walking. We sang the song, she started dancing. And it was wonderful. We are serving a good God. We are serving an amazing God. And he is not far away from us. He's just here in the building. We just have to engage with him. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. So, I see the victory. That's why I will read this. Uh, Isaiah 37. Isaiah 37. Verse 10 to 15, I think, is a long passage, but this is a proclamation of victory. To what this King Hezekiah saw, I think, is a major victory. Thus you shall speak to Hezekiah, king of Judah, who is speaking here is Sennacherib, uh, the king of Syria, saying, do not let your God in whom you trust deceive you, saying, Jerusalem shall not be given unto the hand of the king of Assyria. Look, you have heard what the kings of Assyria have done to all lands by utter destroying them, and shall you be delivered. And Hezekiah received the letter from the messengers, from the hand of the messengers, and read it. And Hezekiah went up to the house of the Lord and spread it before the Lord. Then Hezekiah prayed to the Lord, saying, and then it goes, da 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 da. It is wonderful 
we are serving extremely a great and wonderful God. Verse 35. For I will defend this city. This now is God speaking. I will defend this city to save it for my own sake. And for my servant David's sake. Then the angel of the Lord went out and killed in the camp of Assyrians 185,000. And when people arose early in the morning, there were corpses all around. This is wonderful. When God is with us, who is going to be against us? When God is on our side, nobody will be against because we are saving Yahweh. The God that was, the God that is, the God that will be to come. His name is Yahweh. Most of people, they are having a difficult for the God that will be, uh, for the God that is. They are more comfortable for the God that was. Oh, God was. What he did, he opened the Red Sea, he gave 35,000, he did this, and one, two, three. They believe it and they are satisfied. And also, they are comfortable, the God that will come on white horse. But the God that is now, they are having it difficult with. So, past and forward and future is easy, but the present is difficult. Why? Because they are looking on the circumstances. The circumstances put the people not to believe in the God of now. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. But we believe on the God of now. Out of the ashes, hope will, will rise. Death is defeated. The king is alive. Now he's alive. Yeah. Once we believe that and say his word says he will never leave us, not even forsake us. Is right there. There is no circumstance that is higher than his arm. It's a powerful God. Thank you, Spirit of God. Thank you, Abba Father. Back home in Secunda, we went to Secunda. Where I told you when I saw Lily Defin, the great granddaughter of Smith Wigglesmith. We were there again. So, anyway. Last year I was there. There was baby elder couple. They were married. But now they had a pregnancy in their late stage. Baby in 50 something and, and 60. So the lady fell pregnant. And the pregnant was already in full measure. They went to the doctor. They said, ooh, this is too much. They have to think twice. Why? Because the baby, the baby is too much Down syndrome is going to be vegetable. 
and they just have, and they are advancing in six they are going to take care of that forever. It's better for them to abort the child. Well, we are serving a good God. I was driving from my house. I went all the way to Haboron, Botswana, which is eight hours. Do one meeting there. Drove again another seven hours to that place. And then I heard the story. Oh, but let's trust on the God of now. Let's trust on the God of now. We prayed. In the name of Jesus, the God of now. Left. I went back home. They took a decision not to abort the baby. The baby was born in January completely 100% health. We are serving a good God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Spirit of God. We should not be led by the circumstance, but we should be led by the promise. And all his promises are yes and amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, King of glory. The baby was born very healthy. No issue, no problem. And that testimony is over and over again of what God is doing. Some of the testimony you can check on internet to find the people talking themselves. A lot of testimonies. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Spirit of God. Now, Sennacherib He hates special. He was hating the children of God. But we are serving a good God. He writes a letter to Hezekiah. He says, Hezekiah, this is the letter I'm coming with 185,000 soldiers to destroy you completely. That happens to everybody. (laughs) We receive SMS. We receive emails, fax, anything, the words of mouth of threatening. Threat is everywhere. Threat is everywhere. In Africa, I made a research. No, well, it was research or experiment. I find out everybody that is sick with cancer before when we go back few years or few months find out that this guy or this lady was involved in a huge problem and that problem it was coming into the heart and he went to that skin that part he stays And few years later, the problem started reflecting as a cancer. He had a cancer. We traced backwards a little bit. He had a problem that he was uh, was accused that he had raped uh, uh, raped. I don't know was the the daughter-in-law what. And then that problem was big, big, and then was solved. But that problem stayed in his body. Later on, reflected as a cancer. We prayed and he got healed. 
another lady had a major problem with her husband and divorced and married again. Had a major problem with that man. That man again, huge problem. And they divorced again. Later on, it produced cancer. Let me tell you, there is a cure of cancer. Don't let any problem go into your skin. Shake it off. Live your life. Enjoy it. That's why I say, count to nothing whatever comes against you. That is how we rejoice in the Lord. Ah, it is serious, huh? Don't be offended shortly. Please. We are serving a good God. What was in the letter? The letter came with a threat. He said, now I have an idea to take this threat before the Lord. Like what disciples did. They stood up in the temple and said, God, hear the threat. And because of the threat, extend your hand. Give us boldness. The place where they were praying, it was shaking. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And what Hezekiah did, took the letter. He said, I'm going to the temple of God to pray. We have sometimes to consider that the prayer works. The prayer works. The prayer works. Jesus. Instead, if it was other people, they could take a letter, spread it among people. Hey, you see, I'm listening. You see, you see. Hey, hey, hey. Don't spread your threat to everybody. Spread it to the Lord. Spread it to the King. Because he knows. You know the plan that he has for you. It's the plan for victory. It's the plan for overcoming. The plan for healing. Thank you Lord. Thank you Jesus. We are just laying foundation to this conference. Anyone having ankle problem? Right ankle? Right ankle problem? Pain in right ankle? Nobody? Nobody? Pain in right ankle. If you know, it's fine. Oh, are you Sam? Huh? David? Okay. Can you stand up, David? Your ankle is pain? Not at the moment. Some quite bad. Are you on sport one? Okay. That's good. So let's just pray for him right now. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray right now that that right ankle in the name of Jesus will not give him a problem. In the name of Jesus, no problem. Complete healing. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Are you having a good time by the way? (laughs) 
this side. Are you having a good time, by the way? Huh? <laughs> and what about Pazara? Are you having a good time, by the way? Are you having a good time? That's good. That's good. So I have this expectation at this conference that we will all get over drunk. A completely over drunk. A true Christian gets over drunk before the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Spirit of God. Where are we going with all this thing? <laughs> Where are we going with all this thing? Hallelujah. Let me tell you, we are going into his heart. Is where we are going. Once you reach in his heart and feel the warmness of the chambers in his heart, everything will never be the same again. Completely will never be the same again. You see, if someone had ten ignition on. Someone has ten ignition on, and what are you waiting for? You should turn your ignition on. <laughs> the key is in ignition. <laughs> you should turn yours. And then you begin accelerating. And then you know where you are going. The destiny is sure. Because his promise is yes and amen. Is this Honda? Is what? Is Isus? Or oh, is BMW? <laughs> That's good. That's great. That's wonderful. So, Hezekiah took the letter. He said, I'm not going to spread to the police. I'm not going to spread to the army, to the doctor, because nobody will bring solution to this. And this only I'm taking to the temple of the Lord. He arrived in the temple of the Lord. He spreaded a letter. He knelt down and he began crying out. To the king of glory. To the one that was. The one that is. To the one to come. He laid down on his face. He spread the letter right there. In the temple. And he began crying out. God. My father. The creator of the universe. Here the, this is the letter of threat. This is the email of threat. This is the facts of threat. This is the sickness of threat. This is the disease of threat. I'm afraid I need your solution. God said, this is in my hand. I will take care of this. I will take care of this. And this is what he's saying to you today. He's going to take care of that. He's going to take care of that. Is ready to take care of that and to lift you up. Amen. Hallelujah. 
So he has to go home after that. Sleep a peaceful sleep. I was invited to go to teach one of the Bible school, which is in South Africa. The school starts on Monday until Friday. I said, oh no, I will just give you one week. It's fine. So I went there to the school to teach, arrive. It was wonderful. So at the evening we went for dinner. We had an amazing dinner. Finish. And then the pastor put me to one house, beautiful house, aircon, everything. But he didn't told me that the house, there is a ghost in the house. And nobody slept in that house because of the ghost was in the house. And pastor needed one little bit to see if the ghost can still remain there. Well, I went there. Thank you, Pastor. This pastor gave us the beautiful place to sleep anyway. There is no ghost. We sleep very peaceful. (laughs) So, in the middle of the night, I hear someone was taking a shower in the bathroom. But they told me I'm sleeping alone here. Who is taking a shower? The water. Hey! I woke up wide awake. Who's taking shower now as I'm sleeping alone in the whole this house? I went to the, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, nothing. Turn the light on. The water was coming. It was not cold. It was not too hot. It was mild, ready to take shower. Ah! Did I, when I came from the restaurant, I left the water like this? Or what, what had happened actually? I couldn't figure out. I switched the water off. I went back to sleep. For five minutes later, the house was like a hell had broke loose. Every plate in the kitchen, every pot, it was noise. I woke up. Everything was upside. is making noise. I switch all the light on and I saw nobody. Hey! What's going on in this house? I came, switched the light on, the pot was here, the plate was on the table, and then on the cupboard is uh, some stuff. Everything that was hidden was taken out into surface. Every, this, uh, the stove was turned on and it was red. Ay, 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 ay. What is this? Switch everything off, the stuff off. And then in my mind, click, this is unclean spirit. Yes, I said, no way. I cannot be afraid of unclean spirit. I got that holy anger. I started waving out, 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 unclean spirit, out, 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 out. In the name of Jesus. I say I'm not going to be afraid of unclean spirit. Because it's not illegal. Yeah. Every unclean spirit is illegal. Yes, we are legal on earth. 
Because we are in flesh and blood. So I switch off. I sleep. I sleep like a baby. The next day I woke up like a lion. I didn't have a beard that time. But I woke up like a lion anyway. <laughs> Hallelujah. The pastor was coming. We're going back to school. Hey, how did you sleep? I said, Pastor, I sleep like a baby. I woke up like a lion. Ah, yes, he was scared. <laughs> He was terrified himself, and then we went to school. The whole week, no showering, no cooking. <laughs> On Saturday morning, I was going back. He took me to the airport. He started telling me, you know what? You are only one that slept in that house. <laughs> We've been struggling to put people to stay in that house because of evening activities. <laughs> <laughs> I said, no, that, that stuff is gone. Completely gone. Completely gone. So we are serving a, such a good God. Stop telling your problems to everybody. It sometimes may increase. You have to get a trustworthy people. A trustworthy people. The people that knows the Lord. The people that fears the Lord. Shoo. Hezekiah sleep. And God said, okay, I just got a letter that was spreaded in the temple. And I just need one angel to go on a mission. To slaughter everything that comes against Hezekiah. Because I want just to help him. And one angel was assigned. Went to the camp and killed 185,000 soldiers. And Sennacherib was left alone. He has to wake up. Hezekiah also has to wake up. I believe from, um, it's not written. But the people, when they woke up, they saw cops everywhere. I believe, I'm sure, Hezekiah could take the cup of coffee <laughs> and drink on his victory. And uh, Sennacherib walks up again and sees that he doesn't have a defense on him. Once the enemy see that there is no defense, runs. I pray that anything that comes against you might not have a defense. It says to run and leave you alone. It has to go away and leave you alone. Sennacherib ran. He goes all the way to Nineveh. Also in the temple of his God. When he arrived in Nineveh, he began to pray, how did you left him alone like this? And Sennacherib's sons came and killed him. That was the end of the story. And that was the victory 
of Hezekiah. I prophesy victory over your life today. Victory over your house. Victory over your business. Victory over your healthy. Victory. 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 In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Spirit of God. Thank you, Abba Father. I just want the, the worship team to come again. Please, if you can put that song. Out of the ashes, hope will rise. Death is defeated. The king is alive. Out of the ashes, hope will rise. Death is defeated. The king is alive.